0: This week, we're going to cover part two of communication. But I want to personally thank so many of you who reached out to us through emails saying that my story was your story. And I got to admit to you, I was kind of nervous doing this on the radio show because I'm used to doing this 40, 50 men in a group and uh, men going back and forth. And Jay, you know, the emails that came in, man, and it's like you was even saying some of the stuff was real, you know, what we were saying. I think everybody could take it where it was like, oh, yeah, that's me, that's me being a a screwball with my friends. Yep. Yeah, and and it was just one of those things where, uh, you know, Christian radio, we on the radio, but it's like, man, you'd be surprised with some of us who are upstanding community people today or Christians and pastors. You know, I, I always like to say this, Jay, when I go to, especially when I speak at speaking engagements, some of us have forgot where we came from. Some of us are are, are, are are so head heavy now, they forgot that back in the day they used to sip on a little gin and juice. They forgot that they used to get a little high back in the day and they had a temper or they couldn't keep a job. Now they high and mighty because they have a pulpit or a title or something. And it's like we got to go back to the foundation of what got you where you are. Yeah. And don't judge people That's from right. up there. Reach down and show them how you did it. That's right. Because for me. What I was sharing last week, those were that that was deep, man. That was my personal story stuff. But it's like it 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 it, it forms you, it, it it forms you. But then it it can it can block you because when I'm doing workshops and I'm doing one on one sessions, I'm today, Jeremy dealing with grown men who are still dealing with little boy issues. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, because they're stuck from when they were five years old and that neighborhood bully came and beat them up and took their bicycle. And their dad said, don't come back in this house until you get your bike back. And then they walk down the street and get their butt beat again. And then now they grow up to be the biggest idiots, the biggest jerks. Now it's no one will ever disrespect me again. And now someone just make a mistake and bump into this guy at the grocery store. He's knocking them in the the, upside their head or something. Yeah, because his head is just not in the right place. He's 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 looking for something to blow up after, you know, and and we got to deal with this. And that's why I said, man, this men are walking around with so much hurt, so much anger, so much discouragement. And we don't know how to approach each other, but we will approach each other to impress them with things that we can't afford to press them with things that like stuff, but not bring out heart. So what I'm going to do, Jay, I'm going to jump right into go back to number three, picking up from last week's show. But you can hear more. Oh, 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 oh. And you remember the emails, people saying, Can I get more? Some of these questions in your workbooks off the website. Let me tell you, join us Thursday. April 6th for our father's mentoring father's workshop. I'm sorry for you who emailed us from Montana and emailed us from Texas and North Carolina. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. But right now we're doing the workshops here in Phoenix, but you can go to the fathermatters.org website. And we have a section there where it says book of father matters workshop. So we do workshops all around the country. I've been focusing more here at home in Arizona, you know, a wife and five kids at home. I can't be shooting all around the country like I used to, but, um, definitely uh uh april 6th join us for our fathers mentoring fathers workshop you're going to get all this stuff and some of this stuff I'm, I'm i'm cutting out some of this stuff we haven't even hit everything but it's really deep it's really really powerful and join us april 6th for our fathers mentoring fathers workshop so i'm gonna continue with communication if you didn't hear it all uh go back If you this is your first time your first week tuning in um uh, Log on to blogtalkradio.com, go to the Father Matters website, go to soundcloud.com, check the Father Matters Facebook page, and you can get uh, last week part one of communication. And so when we left last week, we left at number three, and this touched a lot of guys because they was like, man, this this was heavy. That was my dad, Vance. I wish you could have finished the show. So I'm going to start off again, and we ended with number three of communication. If you are a weekend dad, do you pick up your children? with your new girlfriend and do you spend your visitation time with her tagging along and we got some emails from some guys that say man that was me i was that guy picking up you know go on fridays and pick up my child or children with my new girlfriend you know and it's like wow they didn't know the impact and i and i was leaving it when i said last week if you are in a new relationship i was suggesting i was asking last week that from here on out man wait three the six months before you introduce your new girlfriend to your child or children. Seriously, wait three to six months. And I say that because you want to make sure that she doesn't drive you crazy. But then on top of that, you want to make sure this woman is not crazy because there's nothing worse than when you already have your your, your weekend time set up where every weekend or every other weekend you pick up your child or children or Your ex-spouse come pick up the child of children. You don't have no problems. You guys done worked all the bull crap out through the years. And for the last year or two, it's like clockwork. And then all of a sudden, when your kids go home, mommy, mommy, daddy's got a new girlfriend. And her name is Susan. And then all of a sudden, that next weekend, when you go pick up your children, thinking everything is like clockwork, you knock on that door. And all of a sudden, she tells you the kids are sick this weekend. Uh, The kids are not available this weekend, see, because now the games will begin because now here come the jealousy. Here comes the hurt. Here comes the pain. And then it's nothing worse than you introducing your new girlfriend to your child or children this week. OK, and then the next weekend when she says, well, you guys come back, we're going to get some coloring books and go get some ice cream. But guess what? Between that two week span, you didn't already broke up with her. And now here comes your daughter. Now here comes your son. Daddy, daddy, where's Susie? Where's Christina? She said she was going to do color books. Well, She's not daddy's friend anymore. And what we're showing our children is when people start getting on your nerves, what we're showing our children is when you don't get along with people no more, you just dispose of them. You just throw them out. Our children don't do what we say. They do what we do. And then our children will grow up saying, well, you know what? If I don't like a person anymore, I'll just get rid of them because I saw my dad do it. Think about that, guys. But then there's nothing more worse than when you are going through this. And now you and your ex is fighting because in in your deep heart of heart, you're just trying to make her jealous anyway by like acting like, well, I'm moving on. I got me a new lady. Look, let her be the one that when you come over or when she comes to get the kids, let her have the new boyfriend sitting in the car. So you 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 you've outgrown that stuff. And I share this because, you know, we do these workshops in prisons and things and it breaks my heart when I'm shaking hands of good men who are doing anywhere from three to 12 to 14 years of time because they got in a fist fight with their ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend over some jealousy and over some some ridiculousness. And guess what? You find out that your ex-girlfriend is not even with that new boyfriend anymore or the guy lost his job or, you know, those type of things. Somebody's got to be the bigger person. And I'm tired of people saying, you know, and and, and admitting a lot, you know. Well, yeah, I did do that. I tried to make my 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 child's mom, my ex wife, jealous. Why? Why are we doing these childish things? Let her do that stuff. Okay, I'm talking about the men today. Okay, let her play those games. OK, because it's just a bunch of nonsense. And then that way you have more time with your child or children. And then a real woman, when you when she says, you know what, we've been dating for four or five weeks now, I haven't met your children. And you just say, you know, I just want to make sure after this few more weeks that, you know we're, we're, you know, we're serious here. A real woman to be like, when you're ready for me to meet your child or children, that's when I meet them. See, that's a real woman. But then when you got somebody that you've been dating for a week and coming at you like, you know what, we've been dating for a week now. I haven't even met your daughter yet. You don't want her to meet me, but you're ashamed of me. See, that right there are early signs that this person is off the chain, off the hook, going to be a big new, hey, you can giggle, you can laugh, you can do whatever you want, but I am tired of working with men who went out here because their feelings was hurt, because their pride was hurt, because they're not with their child's mom anymore or with their ex-wife. They went to the club and scooped up the first person that came along, and now this person is the biggest headache because now you got another child coming or now you didn't, did some financial stuff together you know exactly what I'm talking about and you know exactly who I'm talking about just use your your brain from here on out fellas with this now if you were in a relationship you just met somebody a couple of weeks ago and you know, already introduced your kid, you evidently you can't rewind that but for some of you who are just in the middle of all this stuff man just take your time before you start jumping into anything and then date this person when you don't when you don't have your child or children with you and then you build up to that okay Number four, if you are remarried, are your children a part of the family functions, such as family pictures? Do they have their own toys or space when they come over? Do they have their own little corner that's something that they can say that's theirs? Do you include them on trips and vacations? I remember one time my dad was I was young. I was little. My dad was dating this one one lady and she had a son, two sons, I think. And then uh, when I I guess this weekend, they had an amusement park back east called king's dominion and um this weekend they went to king's dominion but it was the next weekend when i was coming over so when i came over this weekend i'm seeing all these photos from the siblings that was like yeah we got on this ride we had popcorn oh that's when i got sick because i had too much to drink now i'm thinking why didn't they go to king's dominion this weekend why couldn't i go why did my dad take his girlfriend and her kids last weekend See, t- children don't understand that stuff, and and when your child or children come over, you know when they go to the refrigerator. I don't care if they're fifteen, nineteen years old. When they go to the refrigerator, when they open up the refrigerator, do they see just pictures of of your girlfriend's children or your new your new family's children, or do they see pictures that was drawn by them? When they're walking down the hallway to go to the to the restroom, do they see their their photo on the halls or just? your 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 new wife and her kids photos see our children don't want to nor need to feel like a guest when they come to your home they need to feel included. you, you know one guy at a workshop, he said, "Well, Vance, when my wife and I got a divorce, she kept the house. I paid child support, and i 'm remarried now. I have a stepson, and my wife and I just had a, had a little daughter, and all we have right now is a two bedroom apartment because I 'm paying all this child support, and we 're trying to get our stuff together It's nothing wrong with that, but when your children come over, do they have their do-, do they have their own dolls? Do your son have his own little hot wheels? Sure, they might not be able to have their own bedroom at the time that's understandable, but but do they have their own blanket? Do they have a toy box in the corner of the living room that they know that's my toy box when I go to my dad's? That's my stuff. So when I go there, I don't have my own room. We got to sleep on the pull-out couch. But in my dad's living room, I have my toy box. And in that toy box is my own stuff. And then I want to know number five, what are you willing to risk if the mother of your children tries to stop you from seeing your children? Are you willing to risk job success, your dreams, your toys, work promotions, other women? Because there are men leaving their families every day for another woman, for something younger, prettier, firmer, you know, whatever that means. Okay? are you willing to risk money status on your job? We're going to go into a commercial break, but I'm going to share with you some of the stuff that I just went through. 2016 going into the early part of 2017. Okay, so. Wait for this commercial break. We're going to come back. And the question is, what are you willing to risk if the mother of your children tries to stop you from seeing your children? Father Matters proudly presents our Supervised Parenting Center for Fathers. The center is only for fathers and their children to provide supervised parenting and monitored exchanges. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org or call 602-774-3298. The purpose is to provide a protected setting for parent-child contact. Hours of operation, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. The Father Matters Supervised Parenting Center for Fathers. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org or call 602-774-3298. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. Once again, I want to remind you fellas out there, mark your calendars for April 6th, for our fathers mentoring fathers workshop that's next week, April sixth, and you're going to get all the topics, all the workbooks, all the stuff that we won't cover last week or this week. But um, thank you again so much for all the emails from around the country from men. I got a lot of emails from from women who are like, my brother's going through that, my nephew is going through that, my husband is experiencing all this stuff right now with his ex wife. So. Uh, Mark your calendars. Come join us April 6th for the Father's Mentoring Father's Workshop. And if you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters show is listener supported and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to FatherMatters.org and click the Donate to Father Matters icon. We can really, really, really use your partnership. Um, This month, we are celebrating... um, uh, the 20th year of Father Matters providing services. I founded Father Matters 20 years ago because I myself went through a lot of craziness with my oldest son who's now 26 years old and all that stuff's been cleared up. But it's like, man, I had nowhere to go and I really wanted to stay positive and I wanted to get men together to just say, hey, we're not going to bash our ex-spouses. We're not going to bash our baby mamas. I, I need men of all cultures and backgrounds that's to come together to just be the best fathers we can be, regardless of what we are going through. And and now, 20 years later, man, we're doing radio shows, been all around the country, speaking engagements, authored three books, the the Father Matters Tribune. If you want to be a part of the Father Matters Tribune, that's a national newsletter that we put out every month. Um, log on to fathermatters.org and subscribe to the Father Matters Tribune. So I was telling you before the commercial break, Number five, when it says, what are you willing to risk if the mother of your children tries to stop you from seeing your children? Man, I, I got i got to tell you, uh, I'm, I have an ex-wife that uh, tried anything and everything to keep me from my, my, my two children, my, my 11-year-old and my now 8-year-old, and we were in and out of court for like three years, started in 2013. I was accused of sexually abusing my kids. I was accused of not financially supporting my children. I was accused of of abandoning my children. It was just all this hate and anger came out. And if I can rewind a little bit, we, my wife and I have already been legally, my ex-wife and I have been legally divorced since 2009. And my wife and I, who I'm with now, we've been together seven years, been together since 2010, married, the whole nine Um My ex-wife could never get her life together. And in 2013, she got fired from her job. Now, she gets fired from her job, and she started trying to come after me. Now, we're three years into uh, our, our parenting plan, got everything going. I pay what I need to pay, doing what I need to do. She's got the kids half the week. I got the kids the other half of the week. We're doing our thing. And when this happened, you're talking about something that was devastating, and everything she tried got shut down in the courts. And as much as I personally wanted to ooh, put my mouth on her and yell and scream and everything, I had to stay the course. And I'm telling you out there right now who's going through some craziness. Now, here I am, Mr. Father Matters, Vance Sims, speaking all around the country, doing things. I'm in court. I got I'm paying attorneys thousands of thousands and thousands of dollars for them to prove to the courts and prove to everyone that. I'm not no child molester. I, I have paid all my child support and been responsible for all my stuff. It was a hot mess and no one was profiting but the courts and the attorneys. And but I had to do what I had to do because her latest game was 2015 when she tried to do a relocation. Now she wanted to all decide, all of a sudden because everything she was doing was getting shut down here in the courts. All of a sudden now she wanted to relocate the kids. Out of state. And I was not having that. My wife was not having it. My stepchildren wasn't having it, which were not my stepchildren, my, 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 my other children. I don't have no stepchildren. And this woman wanted to break up something that was so positive and that was going on so good. And when we were just getting ready to go to court in 2015, two months before we was getting ready to go to court, she all of a sudden pulled that child molestation card. I hit the roof, man. I'm on the phone with a detective answering all these questions. I was about to say something, but I'm on Christian radio answering all these questions. I was so hurt. I was so angry. But let me tell you something. When you stay the course and you know the truth and God knows the truth, your family knows the truth. Let me fast forward this now to 2016, going into 2017. As of September 2016, it was a mess. I don't even want to go all into it. But as of September 2016, she relocated. But the children stayed here full time with me and my wife as of September 2016. See, so what I'm saying is, yeah, yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Say it all. But it was a battle. But let me tell you something. These this they are my children. These were my babies. And what she was trying to do, trying to destroy my character, destroy who I am in the community, try to break up my marriage. That's not what you do. And let me tell you something. The light will shine. It's going to be a process. You're going to go through some stuff. It's going to be hell. But you hold on and you hold on and you fight. Okay. and you know the truth and you document everything. And don't you let no one take you from your children or take your children from you. You come to the April 6th workshop. I'll give you some more details about that. But let me go to number six. Get off my soapbox about that. But, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm real, real about this show. Real about me. I don't expect people to get real with me unless I'm first real with them. So you can comment what you want to say, criticize what you want to say. But at the end of the day, my babies are with me. And you don't you wouldn't believe how many people told me, man, you were lucky to have your children. Man, the courts are people tell me I'm lucky to be a father to my children. That's how upside down this this craziness is. I'm lucky to be a father. No, I'm damn broke is what I am because it took everything financially short of filing bankruptcy to let these courts know, let these attorneys know, and let my ex-wife know you ain't taking my babies nowhere. Let me jump to number six. Do you put things before your children, guys, such as cars, boats, sports, TV, work, other other women? Think about it. Think about what you're doing. There's nothing wrong with working an extra job if you're trying to pay your bills down. But there's a lot wrong when you're trying to work an extra job because your neighbor down the street went and got himself a Ford F-150. So now you got to get a Ford F-150. But the difference between you and your neighbor, he's the one paying, you're the one paying 500 $600 a month on your Ford F-150. Don't work no other job to buy things that you can't afford to impress people you don't know or like. Number seven, do you put down or talk badly about the mother of your children when they are around? When we are talking about when you're talking about your spouse or your ex spouse, whatever the situation is, be very, 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 very careful that you do not talk about that situation in front of your child or children because you are talking about their mom. To this day, my ex-wife still talks about me and my wife, my wife who's taking care of her children. My ex-wife is still talk, still talks badly about us to my children. That's sick, man. And that's not good. That's that's. But you know what? My wife and I, we talk. <laughs> we have our discussions, but we don't talk about my ex-wife and her craziness around my around around my children, around our children. We don't do that. We don't bring we don't bring our children into adult situations. You don't do that either. Number eight. Do you argue with your children's mom in front of the kids? Answer that. Yes or no. There's nothing wrong with arguing with your spouse. I mean, my wife and I today argue in front of our kids. Okay, but there's a healthy way of arguing. But when you get to the point where now you throwing things all through the house and pots and pans and furniture out the window, you didn't cross the line right there. All right. So there's a healthy way of arguing because your children need to see how to fight in a healthy way, but also how to make up in a healthy way. Do you use your kids as a messenger to communicate with their mom? Circle yes or no. There's one guy who thought he was doing a good thing by working overtime one day. Now, every night his family has dinner at 6 p.m. at the same time. He called home and his son answered the phone. He said, Hey, where's your mom? He said, Mom's in the kitchen cooking dinner Dad, he said, tell your mom that I'll be home around eight o'clock. Daddy's working some overtime. His son hung up the phone, walked past the kitchen and went right back into that living room watching cartoons. So when this guy came home thinking we got a little overtime, we could do something extra with the kids this weekend. I did a good thing. He thought he was going to come home and, and everything would be fine. And then he went home. The lights were out in the kitchen. The, the, the food was put away. And he walked by. His kids were watching cartoons, laughing, and he walked into the bedroom. He said, honey, where's dinner? His wife jumped off the couch, uh, off the bed and said, where's dinner? Where you been and why you wearing that blue shirt? That's your favorite shirt for two nights in a row. He slept on the couch. But if he would have just asked, called home and said, hey, son, where's your mom? She's in the kitchen. Hey, son, put mom on the phone. Mom gets on the phone. Hey, honey, the boss asked me to work a couple of hours. You have dinner with the kids. And then when I get home around eight, I'll have dinner. We can talk. That would have gave her the opportunity to say, hey, I'll feed the kids at six and I'll have dinner with you when you get home. Who do you think gonna get some love in that night? Now, what I'm going to do, I'm going to stop right there. Number 10 was, do you take out anger on your kids because you do not get along with their mom? You ask that question to yourself. It's very important. Do you take out anger on your kids because you do not get along with their mom, because you're angry with your wife, because you're angry with your baby's mom, you're angry with your ex-spouse? Very, very important that we do not do those type of things. Okay, very important. Do not do those things. Do not use your children as messages. Look, I want to thank you so much for allowing me to share two weeks of communication. Join us April 6th for the Father's Mentoring Father's Workshop. I want to thank you so much for allowing me to share that with you. Send me your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.